Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Grow With G. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for listening and holding me this space. I am really enjoying this. It is just making my relationships so much richer and I'm having deeper conversations with literally everyone. So thank you so much. It's I really could never could have imagined the effects this podcast is having and I really love it when my friends are reaching out saying what they're learning from the podcast and what's been helpful so please continue this and if any of you have been wanting to reach out please feel free um I really love hearing what you guys are valuing and yeah, it just feels really good to be doing this. So I'm going to keep going. Um, and I just really feel like at the moment, my relationships are just so much stronger. And that's not necessarily just the podcast, even though that's having a massive effect. Um, it's I finally feel like for the first time in my life, I'm choosing my friends. And that might seem like a strange concept to some of you but I just think that like when you go through school and then you go through uni you're surrounded by people and yes you do choose those friendships for sure um but because you have that common ground you know you keep seeing those people whereas right now I'm at a point in my life where I actually have to make effort to see my friends and it finally feels like I'm choosing people and people are choosing me back and that means that when I hang out with each of these people it feels so enriching and fun and like there's so much joy and love and I know these people support me and enjoy spending time with me. Um, I used to have really anxious thoughts about whether or not people liked me and all of that and I feel like I'm really come a long way where those thoughts don't dominate me anymore and that's probably because now now I'm finding my people now it's not just oh we have something in common so we're friends or you're friends with my friends so we're friends it's like these people have the same values and priorities as me and And also, yes, like I have, I also have friends who we don't necessarily always have the same values or priorities, but now I've learned that you can have different types of friends as well, because I think I used to put a lot of pressure on, on each of my friends that they had to fulfill all of my needs and that we had to like be super aligned or, or like we weren't that close Um, whereas now I'm at a point where I understand that you can have so many different types of friendships and that's fine. Like one friend doesn't have to fulfill all of your needs, but definitely try and find your tribe and the people who fulfill most of them and who feel good most of the time. Um, because it's so worth it when your friendships are so enriching and just feel good instead of leaving you questioning what your worth or where you stand. Um, it just, 
it makes life a lot more fun when, you know, you say yes to the right people and when you understand that rejection is redirection and that is so hard to hear in the moment because you're like, that is the last thing I want to be hearing. Like, I want this person who's rejecting to validate me and why won't they like me and it's like um you have like 20 other people right now who like you and who are you know wanting to hang out with you why are you focusing on the one person who doesn't I can be very guilty of this and that is not fun to be sitting around wondering why someone hasn't responded to your text and instead try and shift your focus to the people who are showing up for you and who don't make you question yourself. Um, Yeah, this is something, this is a breakthrough (laughs) that I've realised because, and I realised it through therapy as well um, because I had a best friend breakup a few years ago and this rocked me. Like, sorry, why do we always talk about how bad romantic relationship breakups are and not, best friend breakups like honestly those are way more painful like that is someone that knows you to your core knows your deepest secrets that like you never could have contemplated that relationship ending I think for me with romantic relationships it's always like oh like it's either gonna work out or you and you'll marry them or something or it won't and it will end so I think for me like there's always a possibility that a romantic relationship could end but I was really attached to friendships needing to last forever and that is just not the case (laughs) like I've really started to learn that people can come and people can go and you'll find the right people at the right time and people will exit at the right time and they may come back and they may not um and it's okay and I think when you take that pressure off one that friend fulfilling every single need of yours and two them being a lifelong friend that is so relieving (laughs) like and I think helps you struggle less when you accept that people can come and go and it's so exciting that you know there are so many friendships that of people you haven't even met yet um so it's okay when someone that you do know um I don't want to say disappears but I don't know walks away and yeah I really struggle with this and I've seen three therapists about it (laughs) so I'm gonna do a whole episode on therapy because I feel like it's so beneficial but so unique and particular as well because every therapist I've seen has had a different way of dealing with this best friend breakup for me and like the first one I didn't really like because she just let me be the victim when I told her what had happened she just was like oh you poor thing like that girl like you know Oh, I I don't even want to say the things that my therapist said about that girl because that's not the point of this podcast. Um, 
but she really let me be the victim and it's sort of like your friends are going to let you do that anyway and your friends are going to be comforting well I mean ideally um and yeah I feel like I didn't really get that professional perspective that I was after um and then honestly I can't really remember what my second therapist said about it um I was going through other friendship issues at the time and that second therapist really helped me with that and she was really instrumental in that viewpoint that yeah you can have different friends for different purposes they can be satisfying in some areas and not in others and that was really liberating for me not to feel like I had to end friendships just because I realized that we were a little bit incompatible or that I don't know they were only fun on a night out but not somebody super reliable and that took the pressure off to realize okay like I can have different types of friendships I don't have to hold everyone to this like ridiculous standard um which not everyone can meet um and then but I still never felt like this wound from this best friend breakup was ever really solved or healed um until my last therapist and like so this was a really recent session like not this weekend the one before and I'm like crying to her about this best friend breakup being like this was so hard for me because I had so much love for this girl and still do and um we had the best times together we were so close like people thought we were dating (laughs) um and we just had the best time and I have so many good memories and then there were a few things that happened so I think like the day-to-day I realized with time maybe we had different priorities and values and then we also had a few incidents and I was always of the opinion that we could both apologize and repair and move on but she wasn't always willing to apologize and that really hurt because I was sort of like the least you can do is say sorry that you hurt me like of course I would love you to admit that you know you'd do something different and not if you got to play that scenario again but even if you're like I stand by what I did but I'm really sorry I hurt you like at least that would give me a little bit to work with um but I wasn't given that and that was really hard for me because like I felt like not good enough, I felt rejected, I really struggled with this being like why don't you want to fix this, like why can't we apologize and move on, like why is this unresolved and like why don't you want to resolve it, I really struggled with this and honestly it made like life really hard and we had a lot of mutual friends and I got really self-conscious um and it really carried with me through every single relationship like even just friendships that I was in I just had this 
chip on my shoulder um, that no one liked me, <laughs> even though I had no evidence for like most of those thoughts and I was projecting my hurt from this one friendship onto every friendship, um, super insecure and while putting on a front though, like I don't think a lot of people knew that about me, um, unless you saw me crying, (laughs) which I, I cry very easily, so um yeah it really broke me um and yeah honestly it happened so many years ago and I was still literally the other week crying to a therapist about it and I was like yeah telling her all the thoughts that go through my head and all of that and she was like let me reframe this for you I was like please (laughs) Um, and she was like, this was one of the first times where you were choosing your friends. And I was like, no, because I was choosing her and like, she wasn't choosing me. Um, and she's like, no, you were not choosing her because you started to realize that you had different priorities and you had different values and ideas of what friendship meant. And when you noticed that, you pulled away and so did she. And you both spent your time seeking, you know, other friendships and spending time on relationships that made you feel good and with people who had similar priorities and values. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like this whole time I've been like, for me like why wasn't I good enough for her when it was like no we had different definitions of what friendship was and she was like why would you want to be friends with somebody who doesn't align to your definition like not even remotely you know and she's like why are you like why would you want that And I was like, that's so true. But like, we had all these good times together. And she's like, well, people don't show who they are in the good times. It takes the harder times where you actually see people's true characters. And she's like, you should be thankful for this experience because this is where you started to learn to choose people who were good for you and you weren't choosing her. And I was like, whoa weight off my shoulders and how awesome is that without even knowing it I was putting my time into other friendships who made me feel secure who celebrated my wins and who could apologize and just so many other things that I value in a friendship other people were showing up for me and like but I was just so focused on that she didn't want me but I didn't even realize that you know that wasn't the ideal friendship for me either and that's really liberating to hear that other perspective which is why I love therapy so much and when you find the right therapist which does take time 
it just can save you so much mental suffering when you can let go of a situation that you viewed so like from one perspective when there's so many different perspectives you can choose to look at something from so yeah that's why I'm a big advocate for therapy is just challenging my viewpoint on a situation because now I feel like I can step back into my power where it's like, no, I'm choosing what's good for me and I'm going to follow that. I'm not going to focus on who's not showing up for me and who's not responding to me. I will put my time and my effort into the people who have shown me that they value the same things as me. And for me, friendship is about like reliability, supportiveness, compassion, kindness, like joy and authenticity and, you know, forgiveness when stuff happens. And I hold myself to such a high standard of those values. And now that I'm learning about myself and I I learned and I understand that those are the values of friendship that's important to me, then that's that's when I choose people who can match those values instead of somebody who, I don't know, enjoys something else. And when you learn about yourself, you can start to value yourself. And when you value yourself, oh my gosh, that's where the most beautiful relationships can come in because you are so secure in you that you don't care if some random doesn't like you because you like you. And that's taken me a really long time to get there because I haven't always liked myself or I haven't even known myself. And I've really started to do the work lately to understand that and when I know that when I embody those qualities I know it's a privilege for someone to be my friend and when you value yourself you won't be friends with just anyone people won't be able to um abuse you um not abuse you I meant to say like use you um and yeah when you no longer just give your friendship out to everyone and it's more of a slow burn with realizing okay is this somebody that I should go 110% for or am I still just getting to know someone um do I know that they're going to show up to do I know that we've got similar values or priorities can I really rely on this person when I need them and when you start to understand that, then I feel like there's just so much greater potential for your circle to inspire you and to fulfill you because you're with people who are in alignment with you. And when you look after yourself, that's when you can look after other people. But if you're coming from oh, other people are more important than me, then you neglect yourself and then you're not going to show up well for other people because you'll be 
tired, you'll be resentful when they don't do it back for you. So if you do it from a place of love, then there can only be more love, you know, instead of out of obligation, which does lead to that resentment, sadness, frustration, that why don't people do the things that I do for them? Why don't they do it back? Do it for yourself and don't wait for somebody to be doing those things for you. And with time, you'll find your people who will do the things or be the things that you want. But it has to start with you. And yeah, it's a journey. (laughs) Like It's taken me a long time and it doesn't just happen automatically. I've actively had to start to do this and start to make myself a priority and view friendships equally like I used to put people on a pedestal but no I'm important too and so are you and when you value yourself the right people will show up for you and even if they don't If you've got you, that's all you need. And eventually it will all work out. But you just really have to build that relationship with yourself first. And some ways that I've been doing this is I've been spending money on things that bring me joy and things that I, you know, don't consider myself to be good at. Like, for example, I've just started painting and I always grew up being like, oh, I'm not a good painter. Um, or people have told me, oh, don't start painting, it's expensive. And actually, it's not. <laughs> so whoever told me that just also thought the same thing and projected their unmet desires onto me. Um, so I'm so glad I walked into that art store. <laughs> um, and went and bought some paint and just paint for myself not because I'm good at it not because anything just because it's fun and I also started these dance classes and I'm so uncoordinated I forget half the routine I'm like three steps behind everyone no one cares but it's fun and I'm telling myself when I'm doing these things I matter and joy matters and And I think when you grow up, you don't, you know, when you're forced to play sport or whatever, you're not choosing to play sport because you love it. I mean, you might be, but I think then when you get to your adult life and you're doing full-time work and you don't really have those like extra activities that are fun, start looking at where you can build that into your life and like book that pottery class for after work or the language that you've always wanted to learn. Like show yourself that you are valuable by investing in fun and investing in play. Um, And just do things for you. And if you really needed a night in and someone was saying that all the people are going to this bar... Like, listen to what you need in that moment and do whatever you need for you. And if that means staying in, like, 
I sometimes do that. Like my friends are going out and I just, if I really need a night in, I will stay in and I'm teaching myself that I matter and I just feel like I'm in such a better place than I used to be. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really long journey and I have good days and I have bad days, but I definitely feel like I'm having more good days than bad days now. And I'm feeling like I have, when I've been focusing on the good things and making good choices for me, I have less of the bad thoughts and less of the bad experiences. And just evaluate your choices because, like, I know I'm talking about therapy and some of you might be like, oh, it might be nice, like, wish I had the money for that. It's like, well... Did you just spend $200 on a night out? Because you could actually use that $200 every once in a while. It doesn't have to be often um, on therapy. And if you're in Australia, get a mental health care plan from your GP. And you pretty much get half the session back depending on the um, professional. Um, so it's actually only $100. And... If somebody said to you, hey, for $100, I could help you stop replaying this super painful memory over in your head, which you're carrying over into every other relationship, what are your thoughts? I reckon most of you would be like, yeah, $100, like for all of that pain and suffering, like reframed, sounds pretty good. Um, so you know, have a look at where you're spending your money. Um, yeah, is it all on alcohol or, you know, are you spending money on an active class, active class, gym class? <laughs> um, you can tell I'm super sporty. Um, you know, sometimes I'll be booking a yoga class and I'm like, oh, $18, don't know. And it's like, well, didn't I just spend $25 on a cocktail last night? I think I can pay whatever I said for an hour of movement that makes my body feel good and is like meditation um so yeah just think about what are the choices are you making in your life are you actively looking for the good things and choosing good people or are you caught up on that one person or that one friend um, who doesn't make you feel good? And it's really hard. It's really hard. Um, but I promise with time it will get better. So, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say on this. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you've been in this situation too and how it's affected you. Um, if you have any strategies on, you know, how to make yourself feel better or how you healed from that situation, I would be super interested to hear about it. Um, and yeah, love you guys so much and can't wait for the next ep. Bye.